This is Lee Harrington from PassionAndSoul.com. Follow your bliss, follow your passion, and follow Massacast.com. Never let it be said that I don't pick the sexiest music possible for this show. Good old-fashioned, old-timey fucking music. Pretty obvious. Thank you to the Canadian who donated to the podcast this last uh, two weeks. Someone from the Great White North took it upon themselves to donate to the podcast. And uh, thank you. Thank you very much. You know who you are. Uh, This week is uh, such a great... Great! I'm so glad. I'm. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm really proud of this episode because the two people you're about to hear, Chelsea and Parker from the New York Toy Collective. I don't know. I don't know what to say. They're extremely fun. They're extremely smart. Uh, a friend of mine, someone who's been on the show in the past, has said, "Listen, you've got to interview these two, and, and you'll hear why." Enjoy. Yeah. It's the New York. Toy Collective. Toy Collective. Yes. Yeah. This sounds. I mean, this is this is a big deal. And this <laughs> and the story behind it. We were talking a little bit about it beforehand. You said it just it's something that kind of snowballed. Give us the very genesis of this. Okay. So, for a long time, I just like wanted a blowjob, and uh, I don't have a penis, so I can't. I couldn't have one. So, um, like, I can buy, like, dildos and stuff like that. But I, I wanted to be able to have a blowjob and then go to, like, strap on, like, penetrative sex. So I, I want one. So I'm Googling and trying to find one. And the only one I can find is, like, made of a meh material. And when I say that, I just mean, like, something that I can't really, like, clean or sterilize. And um, I guess, like, I just, I don't buy toys that I can't, that aren't made of silicone anymore. Yeah. Um, for that sort of, like, use. So then the only ones I could find that were, were, like, really expensive. And for that, for me, that means, like, three to $500. And they were, like, prosthetics. Yeah. And I was like, this sucks. Like, it's 2012. They can, like, put people on the moon. Like, fucking iPads. And, like, why can't I have a full job? This is bullshit. I'm not laughing at your situation. I'm <laughs> laughing funny. at the, the 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 order of the words that are coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, this is how I felt. This is how I yeah. felt last spring. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm talking to Parker about this, and Parker's a chemist, and Parker's like, and we're very crafty. Like yeah. we built a hackintosh. We're into making yeah. stuff and challenges. Yeah. 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 You just scored a thousand points with me on the hack and talk. Okay. So... We like to make things. She comes from an engineering family. I don't, like, accept the word no and, like, can't. So we're like, fuck it. We're gonna do it. And, like, we know all of our friends would want this, too. So we start doing the research and we start... We're like, we can do this. Well, we start coming up with some ideas of how we can... Could really make something that's gonna be durable um, and sterilizable and, like, high quality and super realistic. And so we start, we just decide to, like, do it. We start putting our money where our mouth is. We start ordering materials, talking to chemists and suppliers, and we sort of get to work. Like spending, yeah, (laughs) spending, like, our vacation time and our evenings and weekends, you know, researching, yeah, silicone and pouring silicone. Right. Yeah. And um, so I get on the phones, and I try and, like, find a manufacturer. And I, um, 
I'm sure that you know this and probably most of your audience does, but like 70% of adult toys are made in China. Yeah. And that is what it is. Um, but I'm like, I kind of want ours to be made in the United States. Because if we put something in it that we don't know about, like we could wipe, we could hurt ourselves or like our whole community and friends. No, that, well, I, I, I always feel bad. You always, Every now and again, you'll see pictures of some person who's making a dollar a week and she just looks so disheveled and she's holding a cock that's going <laughs> to Amsterdam or something. And you're just like, that's not... Well, it, 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 a lot of uh, sex toys just smell awful yeah. and feel awful. And we just really wanted to make something that was going to be high quality. You know, because we, we're not selling to people that just want a cheap toy for the weekend that's disposable. Like, we're, we, we want to be making toys for people that it's just, it's going to be a very personal item yeah. to them that they're really going to like cherish and care for, you know, and yeah. really want. The type that like researches. And then decides to buy as opposed to, like, the impulse. And I want to say this, too. This is not an advertisement. Yeah. You guys aren't paying. I begged you. You guys are (laughs) refused to pay me for this. I'm like, can you at least pick up the cost of the water I'm giving you or something? (laughs) But you said you wanted to, you wanted to, you're on because it's an interesting story and it's fascinating. You're awesome people. But you said you wanted to be made in the U.S. What? Yeah, why? Um, Well... Because I wanted to be able to control it. I don't speak... I am. I only speak English. And, um, like, I have a 9-to-5 job, but I don't have the type of disposable income where I can be, like, traveling to China. Yeah. Back and forth. Um, and I... I just didn't feel like I could really create a... Pro- I, don't, I don't have the skill set that I could just sort of, like, outsource it. Like, maybe if I was building, like, a tote bag or a backpack then, like, that's one thing. But this was something that, like, um, I wanted us to make and us to know how to make. Yeah. And I also really like the idea of, like, being able to make toys in New York and employing people and, like, especially folks that are, um, like, we have some a lot of friends who are transitioning. And, like, a lot of the times when you're transitioning, you know, it's hard to get a job because yeah. you look a little out of the box. And so, like, we could create employment opportunities. And, like, what a revolutionary idea to bring, like, manufacturing back yeah like the only jobs that there are in new york i feel like are either corporate jobs or like service jobs yeah so so we're a, a handful of reasons and so um i yeah go ahead well i guess it was just we really the quality control issue is a really big deal um because if it comes back and it doesn't have the functionality that we want then we just made something that's entirely not yeah it's useless. not new or useful yeah and if we come if we get it back and it smells like chemicals it's the same thing we've just spent a whole bunch of money on something that's just we're not going to be proud of and you know i don't want to sell something i'm not really proud of other than the fact that you wanted something that was you could clean and something silicone what was on your checklist well, for what makes a good... Realistic is important, and having skin tone that ma- actually matches people's actual skin tone is important. But for me, I think one of the most important things was having a toy that was going to be a little bit softer. Because, um, you know, for people that only play with toys exclusively because their partner doesn't have, like, the organic body part, those silicone toys are really hard and really uncomfortable and create a lot of friction and bruising. And it's just like, you could have the hottest weekend ever, but you have to like, you, you just really have to limit yourself and like slow down. And I just feel like it's not fair. Right. And so I wanted something that was going to be softer that would let me be able to play longer and harder without hurting myself. And then we also saw all these toys that allow you like that allow the kind of like up down functionality 
were just really crummy and would break easily. And on top of that, we're not made of silicone, and so you couldn't sterilize yeah. them. And I, we also just can't have a toy you can't sterilize. Yeah. Yeah. I, so it was, I mean, it was softness. It was function, of like a, and durability, so that you could bend it over and over and over again, and it's not just going to snap. And silicone so that you can sterilize it. You said you were spending your vacation time. Yeah. And I just imagine <laughs> if they were to make a movie on this, the, the montage that would be going on. You know how in movies, whenever they're inventing something, or like the A-Team, when yeah. they're putting together the thing or whatever. Yeah. The, I imagine you guys, you know, going through, no, it can't be this. or it can't, I mean, we, what were you doing on your, on your vacation time other than... Well, at this time, we weren't living... Well, we, we weren't, weren't living, living together, together, but we were sort of basing a lot of the um, work out of my studio apartment because Parker had roommates and a cat, and we didn't really want all that jumbled in it. Yeah. So we would do a lot of work, leave it. Um, I'm fortunate in that like, my parents live in the city, so I would get a lot of stuff shipped to their apartment. They're retired, so they're always home, so they would sign for things. A lot of measuring, a lot of note-taking... And your, are your parents completely, they, they're in the know? Or they're like, they, they Mark's are, a They cops. weren't always in the know, but they're in the know now. I, my parents are awesome and supportive, but they're also very um, intense. So, like, they're only happy if I have a hit. So, we, I didn't tell them about the project until right. it was in the pop-up shop right, in Midtown. Right. Yeah, and then at that point, her dad was very proud of her. Right. And, <laughs> and they went to go see it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they said that they would, if we... There, we're able. We're, we still get stuff shipped to their house, and they know what it is now. So yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Got another box of jo- dongs. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're investigating packaging, so we have all this packaging going there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like tubes and boxes, yeah. and that kind of stuff. And does now I, 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 my mother's very midwestern, but yeah. I, I imagine her parents usually like to put their input in, especially if there's a project. That their children, they want to be helpful. Does is your mom? And I'm giving your mom a midwestern voice, but yeah. is your mom like? I don't know if the blue cock. I, I mean, I think that blue is better if it, the cock is darker. I don't know if this is. is <laughs> my, she like, my mom's like Brooklyn Jewish mother, so when she went to the pop up shop, she was like, "I just expected there to be more." Disappointingly low number of cocks. Okay. <laughs> Mom, we have a great, like, we're doing this oh, interview geez. for Time Magazine. Time Magazine. I'm so excited. Who knew it's snowballing out of control? Are they paying you? <laughs> Mom, I'm not Lindsay Lohan. I cannot commission fees for interviews. Like, I am excited to be invited. <laughs> like, like, no. This is Time Magazine, yeah. Mom. Yeah, yeah. Mom. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Do you have siblings? No, I'm an only. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it's, if it was my mother, I'm like, your brother and sister would have had more cocks there. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. so I'm a disappointment, right? Because I don't have more cocks like, than I Chelsea, jeez. So you're going through the design. I mean, obviously you knew, you're, you're a chemist, so you probably knew something about yeah. How it's made, to, but yeah, we had to learn a lot about the mold making process and the materials that work together and the materials that don't work together, and the proper preparation of the materials and how to mix it and measure it and do you know mix it? We'll mix it and measure it so that the properties come out right at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's um, they've made it pretty user friendly, but it's still a pretty delicate like operation. Yeah. 
getting it to work out. We just had a lot, a lot of failures. Yeah. Before, you know, before we had a lot of successes. Our success rate initially was very low. Do you have a lot very of low. photos of very sad looking? We pieces? have a lot. We have a collection. We call them ghost cocks because they just have like a shell. Yeah. <laughs> they like just have missing parts. Yeah. Yeah. They or they don't got, cure the whole way. Or they get contaminated. Oh yeah. yeah, our early ones were just so bad. We still have them all in a oh, box. Man. Like we pull them out and we look to see like we just went through. Some or before we were able, we figure out a way to get the texture smooth. Right. So we had air bubbles. We have like a whole series of those I before had, we made the investment to get the chamber. Yeah. Like all these. Some, <laughs> some things, yeah. Some things inhibit the curing process so it comes out gooey. Some things like you, you can't, they'll bind to each other in the curing process. And so then you just have a solid chunk of, of plastic that right. you can't separate. Yeah. So you have like. A significant amount of money just like there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really depressing. <laughs> it's really sad. It's really depressing. Like, and not all the hours. Days that earnings. You spent. Just like stuck. Yeah. Just in stuck a in silicone the... brick. Yeah. Just can't oh, tear no. it apart. Yeah. Yeah. So like hours of work. Yeah. <laughs> so so you you obviously I mean how long did it take for you to get something that you were like okay this is it? Mm. Well we started working on it in. June, maybe or May June, or June, May or June, May, and then we really had a product that we were finally happy with last month, like yeah. so November. That's really, I mean, that's fast. <laughs> yeah, but you guys, I mean, that's we're that's also, really impressive. Well, we you. also worked really hard. We worked really hard. Yeah. yeah, and Chelsea's really, really, really good at at I guess just staying on schedule, staying on track. I, I mean, I spent a lot of time so. We went through a few. So one thing was like we can do it ourselves. Then that was getting really. Parker's from the Midwest, too, so she has, like, a I-can-do-it attitude, yeah. which is great. I'm from New York, so I have, like, a, like, let's get someone else to do it style attitude. <laughs> so I spent a lot of time with manufacturers trying to get them to take on this project. Yeah. So a lot of our time was that. And what was happening was they were just – things that are manu- – first of all, there's not a lot of people that do silicon manufacturing in the United States. So you've got that because it's all done overseas. Yeah. Not it's all, but you know what I'm saying. And then of that, who's going to take my call – from like an unknown account, right? Like if I'm calling from Johnson and Johnson or a package good company, yeah. you're gonna take my call. But I'm Joe Schmo, right? You're not gonna take my call. Am I worth your time? Then I start talking about wanting to make dildos. So then there's only like three manufacturers that are willing to take my calls. Then they're like willing to work with me, put me on the assembly line. And so it got to the point where there were really only two strong companies that were willing to work with us. One pulled out at the last minute because they said it would make their workers uncomfortable. And the others just kept, like, not getting back to us. Right. Well, and our process is really different than what would be a traditional silicone product. Right. And so it just doesn't – it's just – I think that it turned out to not be, really be very profitable for them yeah. to work, work, work with us. And so now we're just researching how can we set up our own production facility so that we can produce more of these, you know, in a reasonable amount of time, kind of ourselves. Yeah. Because it's just the way, the way that we, the, the, our process is just yeah. a lot different than theirs. Is it, so it's, be, is it because your standards are higher than what they would be willing to do in order we, to, because they have, they say, well, look, we're going to have to make. It's a few things. So it's um, the properties, like we want ours to feel realistic, like a prosthetic or like when you squeeze your arm, there's um. Like, it doesn't bounce back into shape, right? Like, that's a quality our toy has, which other toys don't have. So it takes this different chemical property to get that, which doesn't really fit into their sort of assembly style. 
it's, model. Ours take hours to make, yeah. and that just doesn't really work for the yeah. factory model when you're. So there's those sorts of reasons. Um, yeah, to get the to get the softness that we want, and all the other properties, like so, it's still durable and everything. It's just um, and non toxic. It just it's too many steps, and it it just takes too long. At what point did you say, okay, let's try it out? And see if this is, is that what you did? Did you say, does this feel well, like what well, I was Well, we were always for? making them ourselves. And then yeah. I was always looking at manufacturers yeah. until like the last minutes when they were just really pulling out. And then I was like, fuck no it. No pun we got, intended. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. We got to figure this out. But Well, it was the, because the, to the whole idea, I mean, the softness um, is a big, like a big selling point or whatever. Uh, just because it's so different than anything else you can currently get. But the other really unique innovation was the special core that we put on the inside that allows someone to bend it down. Yeah. So it's like in the soft state and then be able to bend it up. And it'll be it's rigid enough to stay up on its own, unlike a floppy like packer. Yeah. We were always testing because we had to... We had to find the materials that would work and put it in the silicone and see if it actually behaved in the way that we thought it would behave. Right. Because you have the material by itself and you think it's going to bend and turn a certain kind of way. And then you put it in the silicone, it's not, it's just not quite the same. So we had to test out a couple of different materials to see what would actually, what would actually work. So you try, now, so you've, you've tried it out yourself and is it what you, you're like, ah, this is what I was looking for. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, it's better than we thought. I have to say yeah, this has turned out so much better and more awesome than we could have ever imagined. Yeah. I mean, we haven't gotten to the. It's a very good story about how this actual like mold and model came about, yeah. which um, is super funny. But um, the response has been like awesome. Like when we bring it to uh, like community events and like fundraisers, people like flip out. Yeah, and people it's- come up to us and tell us their own stories about what they wanted. Or like their own toy innovations, or like freak they freak out. Yeah. Because when you touch it and you feel it, it's just not like anything else that you can get. Yeah. It's not anything else, and it, it's nothing like any other toy you can get. And then when you find out that it's silicone, so it's still like yeah. And I think people also freak out when they feel like like they they see us and we're all set up with like a table and banners and they, they think we're like selling them like. We think we're like, like one of those retail? sex toy companies yeah. that like, like you know, the Tupperware you, model. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then when they find out that we made them by hand, it's just like people are shocked. Like, yeah. What is your game plan? I mean, are you going to make yeah. it? So is, right now you have one model? Or how and many? Now we have one size. And I think that that's, well, we this, we have the one size because it's a size that's small enough that you can wear under your, in your pants or under a dress, but it's big enough that you can still play with it and it's still sizable. Um, so I think the next step would be, like, I would love to make more sizes. Yeah. Did you bring the balls? Um, I did. I did. We do have uh, an accessory that we call the love bump because calling it the balls would just be weird. This, 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 first of all, this is very weird because it's very, it's, I'm, I feel like I'm feeling someone else's, someone's balls right now. <laughs> and... But uh, there's a little hole in the scrotum. Is that for like a vibrating That's thing? That's exactly yeah. what it's for. Uh-huh. So you can put it on here. You can slide. It's it it's slides extra over. sensation or turn it up if you're playing with someone with like a clit or something. I, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm feeling because they're a little cold. And I'm feeling like it feels like a little bit like how my balls feel when my <laughs> balls are a little cold. That's the freakiest thing. I feel like this is very weird. Yeah. I, I grab my own just to make sure they're not cold right now. But it's a little mixed company. But this, this reminds me. You could... This reminds me of the truckers you see with yeah. the uh, balls. Yes, the... yes, it's a balls attachment for your dildo. <laughs> right. This is really, but this is really amazing, and it's got this oh. little vibrating thing on the side. 
Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people really like to have the balls on dildos um, for the extra sensation. Like, the person wearing it can feel them. Um, or, like, the person... I don't know if so much the person receiving it can feel them on, like, a traditional yeah. dildo. We, but the these guys, because, um, because they're a separate piece, they don't tear off. Right. Because that's an issue. And then you can turn them up. So they can be kind of like a vibrating cock ring. Yeah. But for your dildo. So of sort of get you get the I mean, what really sold us on the balls was we went to P Town this summer and um What's P Town? Like Provincetown, right? Oh, okay. And like sounds like a that's water sport. Yeah. <laughs> but it was this women's weekend and so we were hanging out with a lot of sort of more I guess well, old like school old school lesbians. lesbians. Yeah. And they were talking about the good old days when your dildo for your strap on had balls and now right. they don't make them anymore. Well, the les like the the women more like lesbian popular silicone made toys don't come with balls anymore. Right, yeah. all the gross all the smelling gaming. nasty ones still come with balls on them. So they were saying, so I was like, oh, a, a toy with balls. I've never even played with them, and they were telling me how great it was. I was like, dude, we got to figure out how to make balls. Yeah. So, why? <laughs> the thing is, is that they don't make them anymore with balls on them because they're not compatible with a lot of harnesses. Yeah, yeah, and. So, yeah, now the only right. ones with balls on them are the gay man Or the ones, ones. you wouldn't really put in. Or they don't work yeah. with, like, all harnesses. They're yeah. not, yeah. like, universal. Yeah. So, so, right. So then we're like, oh, we got to do the balls. Yeah. we got to do the balls. Yeah. There's yeah. so many words balls. that come out of your <laughs> mouth in the order of which they're coming out. I'm like, well, no one's ever said those words in that particular order before. When we were trying to figure out how to make this, like, soft to hard packer, we also saw that, like, the the $500 prosthetic ones, one of the major complaints is if you tried to play with it, the balls would tear. Yeah. The balls would tear off. So <laughs> we were trying to make uh, balls that would just balls. tear off. Yeah. And then also it's kind of like if you have a toy that you're really into, like you could just buy the balls separately. You don't have to do our whole, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you don't have to um, do the whole thing. Uh, but what was I going to say? Oh, so you were asking us what's our game plan. Yeah. So our game plan was originally take the... The trendy startup model, which was come up with an idea, test it out, think it, say it's really good, make a video. Kickstarter? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although Kickstarter yeah. won't take things of this nature. So we were right. going to go Indigo, though. And um, then sort of take it from there. Uh, then there were just a string of magical events that happened. Parker made these by hand out of clay. So bef- we, we had them scanned... And we were going and had them sort of like touched up a little bit. Because like you can't make a round base out of clay. You yeah. know, it's really difficult. And so we wanted to have them printed. But getting stuff 3D printed was super expensive. Um, be, especially because of the content that we want printed. Like you can't just go to anyone. They won't They won't take your business. Yeah. So we put an ad up on Craigslist. Does anyone have a 3D printer? Yeah. You do us a solid. Right. <laughs> This man replied. Actually, a few men replied, but one in particular. I'm sure a few men replied. <laughs> I don't, but. <laughs> I can give you this solid. Right. So, uh, one in particular really panned out well. And um, he's just, his name is Kurt. If anyone needs a good 3D modeler in New York, I'm happy to put you in touch with him. He's a very cool guy. And he owns one of the first maker bots. It's called the Cupcake. And he's like a passionate maker guy. Yeah, and he hooked us up, and he. We should say a, a MakerBot is this. It's a three D printer. Yeah. That you, you. You put in the the in the dimensions of what you want, and it basically prints it out. Yeah, it turns like a plastic filament into a solid three D object. Yes. Yes. 
So For those people, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of non-nerds listening. Yeah. So no, that makes sense. And so he helped us out, and um, he also made this like elaborate dragon. And someone from a 3D pop-up shop approached him, and they also wanted to have a room full of like sexy 3D items. So he gave them our contact info. So our stuff is our stuff. Our our toys are being featured at this pop-up shop called 3dia in midtown and um that whole thing is like spiraled into like a series of events uh we've been doing this promotion through them like on urban daddy where we've been scanning 3d scanning man's penises and turning them into actual silicon dildos so how do you 3d scan someone's penis with like a very high-tech 3d camera so you're well, you use like a certain particular frequency of uh radiation so like like a red light beam for yeah. example you you know take a as one do, does it's just like as well, you do photograph <laughs> like photographs are just like uh, a light source then reflecting off of an object yes. back to a sensor and so it's basically that only in three dimensions it captures data in three dimensions this is the most educational so, mastercast ev- yeah. episode <laughs> But, you know, you only can get one angle at a time, so you have to get several overlapping shots so that you can stitch each shot together into one uh, cohesive 3D model. Right. And so people come in, they do their thing, and then we try and get, like, five to seven good shots from different angles, and then there's some really great guys with art degrees that then... Composite everything. Yeah, composite the images together so that they're not making up any part of it, but they're just getting all of your own parts to all match up. So you have the guy, he's sitting, you're making a jerk-off motion. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Those of you kids, without the video edition of the Mastercast, I can just narrate it for you. So... The guy shows up, and you just say, "All right, so get hard." Is that what you say? Well, or we do you say, have, like, "Hi, two- welcome." Yeah. This is how it's. You, you tell the story. Oh well, yeah. We say, "Hi, welcome." <laughs> here we have two rooms. Here you'll see. Like here's a little demonstration, and so we give them like a one of our cocks or what to to like sit in the chair and the the guy taking the scan tells him like where you need to sit and yeah. don't put your hands in the way because if you know if you're holding it and you got to hold on the opposite side from yeah. the camera right. and all that kind of thing and then we show them into the adjoining room where they have you know bathrobes or towels or yeah. whatever and um we you say know, turn on whatever you want on pay-per-view yeah and here's your assortment of lubricants <laughs> i know assortment of lubricants yeah. so please fill, want... out, fill out this form so we yes. know where to mail it yeah <laughs> You know, check the box Come if out. you don't mind if we turn your uh, mold into an art display. Um, you know, and no, uh, hold on. <laughs> well, I would be, I would be a little offended if you didn't. Yeah, actually, right? someone so, said like, that to me. Hey, well, wait yeah. a minute, well, or, or even more so if you say. Normally we tell people to check this box, but you don't have to worry about it. We're, we're never going to be interested in using your penis. I'd be under. totally offended. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it's I think it's a huge ego thing. Like a lot of the people that have come in for it, it's just I think it's kind of an ego thing of having like their dick immortalized. Right. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so yeah. you just you so just they, say okay, and then we just wait in the other room until they're ready, and then they come in and they get do as many scans as they can handle, and then they might have to come back. You know, they might have to go in and out like a couple to times. To go look at go porn back. again. Yeah. Yeah. And then or some you, people bring a friend and that really helps. Or some people bring their own because porn the on their iPhone. Because the friend just cheers them on in the, on the background like, go, go, you know. or The friend they, helps keep them erect. <laughs> so but, they bring their own fluffer, I guess. 
is what we're saying. <laughs> do you put that in the ad? Fluff or not? Not included. No, but we do say, included. if you're having a difficult time, you can come back again, and we don't charge you for that, and we just, it, it, we suggest maybe you bring a friend. Yeah. How long does it usually take? You some, thought I was going to ask some, something else. Some guys can do, we can get them in and out in 15 minutes. Others, 45 minutes, so they got to come back a few times. Everyone's, yeah. I mean, you have to really be in the headspace. And yeah. we try and be really sensitive because it's like, it's a really personal experience. We want everyone yeah. to feel good about it. So, yeah. you know, it takes what it takes. So, and I think it's for a lot of times people just don't really realize what they're walking in, into. So we try to be as clear as we can about what the space is going to be like and what it's going to take. Um, but uh, still it's like if people, if you don't have kind of a strong exhibitionist streak in you, it can be kind of difficult for some people. We, so, so Saad, someone, someone gave her as a gift, those molds that you can do. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, and I'm not trying to, I'm not saying, Hey guys, here's a cheaper alternative. I'm not, I'm not doing that. But there's like, it turns out there's an expiration date on these molds, right? Oh yeah. And so she said, it's like it ex- it expired like two months ago. Let's try it anyway. Yeah. So and it, and it's very awkward. It's extraordinarily awkward. Yes. You have to position yourself in a certain way, and it's very very awkward. <laughs> and uh, and we did it, and and it, it was just like you know stuff overflowing, and it's just <laughs> excuse me, and um and it didn't turn out. It turned it didn't turn out at all. It was very oh. it was very disappointing. Excuse me, but that's one because that's one thing. I'm, I'm not saying I should not even have told this story, but I'm glad I'm saying this before she gets here, um, because she's always wanted to fuck me with her with my own cock. That's well, that's her thing. Right? We're in talks now, and this might have to be edited out later if it doesn't come through. But because the first promotion was really successful, we're in talks um, with doing another one with the Museum of Sex for Valentine's Day. So you're welcome to come. Yeah. Um, the scans are nice because each scan is very quick. Yeah. And so you just have to be able to, like, keep yourself up long enough that you can do several pictures, like so, several takes. So, like, for example, let's say if I show up, and let's say yeah. if I'm having an off day, yeah. got a cold, yeah. and so I'm, I'm like, 99% as hard as I normally am, can I say, hey, can you bump it up a little bit? We can. Yeah. We can. We can adjust the dimensions. Yeah. You can say, make the vein pop. Make the head. Yeah, we can tweak You can that. say, make the vein pop. We can accentuate that your features. That was my album that I released in <laughs> yeah. 1987, yeah. by the way. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my next uh, company, make the vein make pop. Make the vein pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing. So yeah, so we can edit it like Photoshop. Features. Right, right. You know. That's amazing. You can, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. You can Photoshop your penis. Yeah, or if you wanted it to be like um, the size of your bookcase, I'd say it's about four and a half feet tall. Well, we then could we mill it out. You know. We, yeah, we could. We might cost a lot of money, but we can find yeah. a way to make that happen. But once for it's you. a digital piece, <laughs> once it's yeah. a scan, anything's possible, right? Yeah. It's a piece of art. That's amazing. Yes. It's amazing. That, so, how much were you guys charging for it when you were doing? Uh two fifty. That's actually pretty, pretty good, right? That's for the whole yeah. product. That's the not whole just thing. For the scan. So the scan, the silicone. Because you got to chart because you're paying the person who's taking the pictures. Yeah, right? the you got to pay for the porn, the digital print. That's gotta, right. Actually, we didn't have really, to pay for the porn. I think the hotel. No, yeah, because that at, hotel porn's expensive. At, it is. Oh yeah. At that point, that price point is really just covering everyone's yeah. expenses. So it was a promotion. Oh, okay. Um, to b- generate interest for the 3D pop-up shop. And it ended up being really incredibly successful for us as well. But So we want to continue to do it. We're going to continue to use it as a promotional tool. But um, to m- turn it into a, a, like a, I don't know, a 
profitable business, yeah. the price point has, is going to have to be significantly higher. Yeah. It's a real luxury service. <laughs> but if you guys did this often, yes. you might be one of the few people who could deduct porn from your taxes. Use oh. porn and can say... That's porn. a business expense. Yeah. So let's okay. talk about how, how this model came to be. Well, when we first started making our toys, we were just molding um, other toys that we had. Because we were trying the, to see what material. Just material. in the testing yeah. phase. Yeah. But we knew we couldn't sell anything like that because we couldn't use anyone else's molds. Yeah. So then we tried to <laughs> figure out, well, what are we going to do next? Then if we need to have an original mold. And we thought that maybe we could cut up like several other like models. It was like a Franken dick. I was going to say yeah. Franken dick. But that just didn't really. So we bought like several of those like kind of like gross smelling whatever Oh, from um, Amazon.com. Yeah, and a bunch of them were like gay porn star ones. and So it was a very in- educational experience, but we couldn't successfully piece them together. Right. The and gay men's ones have such bigger heads. Yeah, and they all look, I mean, because those are all like supposedly anyways actual like porn star models, um, they all looked really crazy like and different yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're really intense. So then we tried to actually, yeah, they're really intense. I don't, not, sorry, I don't peruse yeah. gay porn star Dildo shops. I, don't I, did, I had no what, idea that there was so many. About, what's so well, intense about? What's so intense about? They've got to be. They were huge, huge and like crazy shapes. They would like they would make them like flat. So it's like really wide and really flat. And I can't imagine that someone's penis is actually like that. Although it could have been. I just I don't know. They just made them in extreme shapes and sizes. So we buy most of our toys from. Um, like shops kind of like either like Babeland, Pleasure Trust, those sorts of shops as opposed to a lot of the shops or as opposed to a lot of like more uh, shops that target gay men and have like like the 24-hour sex stores of... Um, or the ones that, like, uh, it seems like a trend is to have, like, your favorite porn star's dick yeah. made into a dildo. Um, and those are just, they look so different than the ones that we own. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> really to different. To explain the flatness, I did get my penis caught in a taffy puller once. <gasps> oh, my God. So, no, of course not. Are you kidding me? What? I'd, I'd be Shut dead. Up. I'd be okay. dead right now. I was like, oh, that's terrible. How you you were concerned about me? Like, my first, my first. Most, this is how nice she is. <laughs> most great. people they'd be like, "Are you okay?" Or 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 actually, no. Then your reaction is, "Are you okay?" Most people are like, "What the fuck were you doing?" <laughs> Fucking a taffy puller at the Iowa State Fair. Uh, yeah, that was right. my first thought. Sure. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to derail. So the the gay male porn stars' penises were just just very popular and very prolific. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean they're. They are so unique looking. They don't look like any of the dildos at the stores that I typically buy dildos from. Right. Like, that's all, that's all we're saying is, like, they were just, like... It's a very educational experience. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because they, were, because they were so... They just... Well, they look very human. You know, because the, di- the, the dicks that we buy are, are um, made for... Mostly for lesbians. And a lot of lesbians don't really like to have very realistic dill dicks. Well, okay, I, I think know. the difference in the, the the gay porn star dicks we were buying is those were made of, like, elastomeres. So with those c- materials, you could do colors. So they'd be, like, uh, like really reds and blues for veins, where silicones won't take that type of pigment, so they're usually just one color. Yeah. So they just look, look a different level of realism. So anyway, the Franken-Dick idea didn't work. But it was kind of fun. It was fun to try. <laughs> It was fun to try. 
So, but then when that didn't work, we decided to try and hire some talent. So of course ourselves. I so there's some sites, um, like kind of I guess like they're not. It's I want to say LinkedIn, but it's not LinkedIn. It's like hiring for adult entertainers. Right. But you have to pay to post there, and I wasn't interested in that. So of course I went to Craigslist. Oh, I also went to FetLife. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> FetLife. I, I would have thought that would have been a perfect. It was more pervy. I, like we got people more pervy. People just like responses. wanted to come over and show me their teeny dicks. They didn't want to like. Oh yeah, people were really into like the humiliation. Of yeah, it. they like didn't think they could stay. Hard. They like were just being too. It was a kink for them, even though you were very professional in your. Yeah, I mean, there were some points to we for some people. Some people wanted to like show us. So what we ended up, and then some people. One person was a professional and. I mean, his dick was, like, the size of your Time Warner remote. Um, and so we, we paid him. But it still didn't work. Why? Well, the mold-making <laughs> material, it takes, like, five to seven minutes to set. Yeah. And even if we used warm water, so it was, like, maybe a little less uncomfortable, it just was five to seven minutes of, like, not being able to move. You can't thrust or... It just No, I've, I've been there, yeah. Yeah, you, like, I think you, you really need someone, you need a fluffer there to kind of help out. Yeah. And neither one of us was really willing to serve in that capacity. Right. So we made several molds, but they just were, yeah. too, they were just really small. He even took a and pill. it just didn't work. It was, I mean, we were all sort of, we tried a bunch of times until we ran out of materials, like... We really wanted it to work. Wait, he took a pill and it still didn't work? Yeah. And he is, he's been in he films, would, like, um, I mean, his... He could get the erection, but he couldn't maintain it, it in the mold-making material. <laughs> so by the time the material had set and he pulls out, it's just, like, half the size it was when it went in. Yeah. And the mold just didn't come out right. It was, and, and this is a guy who does it... Professionally. Professionally yeah. on, on camera and has to be, like, ready... Yeah. Let's talk about the FetLife thing a little bit more. Sure. Well, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say we also got somebody else from Craigslist that just kind of perved out on. Yeah, us a he bit. wanted to like webcam the whole thing and take pictures and try kept trying to get us to touch his penis. Yeah. Yeah. So is it, how did that go? You like okay, this is like a he's professional. like I can't hold. No, no, he wasn't professional. He just would, he he's... was very unprofessional. He kept trying to be like. He, could, he wouldn't this? hold his dick to put it into the cup. He wanted us to, like, guide it in there for him. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm not doing that. I'm not touching it. You touch it. Like, you put it in there. Like, I, we were very clear what we wanted. I don't understand what you don't get. Were you paying him? No. <laughs> well, there's but, your... But we were letting him webcam it all. We t- so we had him, and then we had the professional coming in. We're like, so between these two guys, we'll get something. And then Teeny Cock... <laughs> Like, this is one of those people on Craigslist you go back, like, 48 times with on an yeah. email. Like, I'm coming over, I'm not coming over. Oh, to the tiny penis guy. Yeah, tiny penis guy. Yeah. So, anyway, FetLife, people, um, like, whatever, a million posts go on FetLife a day. So, people don't always, like, respond at the same speed that sure. they do to, to Craigslist. So, people would respond, and then they would just, like, send me pictures of their dick, or their, like, icon thing would be pictures of their dick. And they would just have a million and one questions. Or then, like, freak out or, like, chicken out at the last minute because of, like, girlfriends well, and stuff. I think I think a few questions are are okay. Yeah. Right? Someone's asking you to come over and show them, you know, model yeah. their penis. So, I, was, a little caution is, is, is understandable, but it sounds like it was just way too much for what you guys were looking for. You're like, okay, this well, is that, just Right, nice. and that's when we decided to hire the professional. Yeah, because people, like, just regular folks... 
are, were just way too much to deal with. Yes. Everybody had, like, their own motivation. And every so then everybody wants to make sure that their needs are getting met for yeah. whatever reason. And if you can just pay somebody some money and what? that's their motivation, it just yeah. makes things a lot simpler. And he also wanted to try it because he was talking about some of his friends, like, how they were... Um, like his colleagues well, in the industry, how they had done it before, and they were like, "Dude, it's real hard. It's real hard to keep it up." And so he wanted to like personally see if he could do it. Right. He was he was a great was guy, like, like, and he was. You could tell the difference in working with a professional. Like he was so like. He wanted the experience, so then he could take jobs like for yeah. that, you know, and then make money, like you know, as a career path or whatever, you know. As it, yeah. Was I see on your CV you've had uh, successful dick molds right, made right. of your cock. Like. <laughs> We're looking for some dildo models. Right, right. <laughs> so, so Craigslist is just a tiny penis guy who, but if it, and we got the professional, I and we got the exhibition. I thought the tiny, tiny penis, penis guy, guy came from Fat Life, or was he but, but did you want? Did you want his size of a penis? I, we I just we wanted could, a, a penis because we could yeah. scale it up. Right. We could scan it and then enlarge it. And he was like, "I just want you to make fun of it. Just tell me how it's such a micro penis." How many people are you going to have there? Can yeah, you have can more you, people. Can, they can you invite some penis? friends over? Oh man! <laughs> and we even had friends that were like, kind of. We had like, um, at a time, one of our friends was really doing is really into the whole um, like sugar daddy thing so she had like a couple daddies she was gonna send us and like so anyway we're out like a day's work a lot of money and materials so then parker's like fuck this i'll make it by hand i thought that would be the hardest thing but it turned out to be the easiest i mean it took a couple of hours you know hours worth of work but it was could not fine. find a dick in new york city no that we are even like, no I mean, acceptable penises no. anywhere so I just made it myself out of some aluminum foil and some Sculpey. <laughs> and then we baked it in the oven. Yeah, we baked it in the oven at 250 degrees for 10 minutes or however long. There was a part of me, there was a part of me that said, there's a guy involved in this. And there's, there's some use for my kind a little bit. Oh, nope, no. not at all. <laughs> we nope. wanted, it wouldn't, we thought it'd be so Perfect. easy. lesbian penis. So, but it's when, but it's been really interesting. So, with the urban daddy thing, we ha- now have all of these penises. Yeah. And um, I mean, they're real, and it's so interesting to look at them next to dildos, because they have so much. They have so much character yeah. compared to something like this. It's relatively symmetrical. Yeah. You know, it's they just like the, all the heads are different shapes. Yeah, they're like they're just, just yeah. They just look really human because they're so unsymmetrical and have so many kind of so much variation and imperfection. Yeah. But you didn't have the three D. So why didn't why didn't with but you didn't have the technology at the at time. At the time, we didn't have the ability to take a three D scan because we were just getting started and didn't have that many connections oh, in the okay. industry. And at that time, we didn't really even like I was aware of three D printing, but I had never really seen it in action. Yeah. Or seen any objects in person that had been made by it. Yeah. So it was like once once I sculpted this. And once I sculpted it myself, we made a mold of that. We started pouring silicone into those molds. Then we started moving into, like, now how can we actually get the manufacturing to work? And so that's when we started looking into, well, I guess at the same time we were looking into that. It was just going to cost twenty to $40,000 to have someone make a mold, like, kind of, th- that was an industrial kind of grade mold. And twenty to $40,000? That's, that's, that's a huge, wet, a, wide range. It was going to cost twenty to $40,000 to make a mold. Yeah from after we paid a, a really large amount of money to have it scanned and cleaned up. 
because we also didn't really have any friends in the industry at that point, and so we were paying someone their, yeah. I don't know, it was their hourly rate. Which is, it was fine. wrong with that. It People fine. should be paid just, for their work. I just, yeah, no, totally. I just felt like now that I've gotten to see what, like, what 3D scanning is and what the software is that you need to clean it up, I just felt like I could have I could have done it, but I just didn't have the experience and didn't have the software. And now you are doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so any so it was just going to be really prohibitively expensive and so that's when we started looking into like how can we just get someone to print this for us because we realized that people were beginning to be able to afford personal home 3D printers yeah, right. like the MakerBots. Um, which are like $2,000 to buy. And then the materials are so cheap that you can print this out for like $2.50. You know, yeah. it's really cheap. Um, and so that's when we started. We put out an ad on Craigslist for someone that had a, a 3D scanner that would print printer. us out. A three, sorry, 3D printer that would print out a, like a set of cock and balls for us. I need someone to print out a cock and balls. Well, I mean, we could probably find the post, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. I don't remember if we said what it was. We might have said it was adult content. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. So this man was like... We got several replies. The the person we ended up working with was, um, you know, someone who would reply to an ad like this. (laughs) Yeah. It could be a bad thing or a good thing. Well, the thing was, he was cool. And he really liked us because we were young ladies. Yeah. And he's... No, I think... Yeah, yeah, we were young ladies. And I think... I don't know if he was in a kinky relationship exactly or... No, but he was married. He wanted to be... With a kid. And so the whole thing was, my wife can't find out I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting a divorce. My wife can't find out. Oh, my God. She'll use it against me in the divorce. This is oh my god! So there's intrigue in this story. There's secrecy. There's yeah, just about every possible. What? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, so it was just very yeah. So was, this guy was really interesting, super helpful, and just really really great to me. And he ended up printing us out the dick and the balls for us, except for um, there's kind of a with these printers the. The box that you can print in is kind of small. So you had to print them out in a couple of pieces and then glue them together. Uh. And so the piece that we ended up getting was very interesting. It allowed us to see, like, size and dimension very well. It didn't exactly work for what we needed to. We needed to make a mold of a very smooth, surfaced model. So it didn't really work for that. But it was a great way to see, like, get the general idea of if our size and shape was going to work. And we knew our files were good. And we actually still have those prints. They're at the exhibit. Yeah. yeah, so the digital files we had, we could see them on the computer, but we had no idea how it was going to work actually printed out. So he was he did a great job, really helped us out in testing it. Yeah. And so that was really great. But then he put us in touch with the people that were doing a 3D pop-up shop that wanted to have um, some sexy objects displayed in a sexy room as well. Yeah. And so then that's where we got yeah. into the into the Midtown pop-up shop. Right. And then. and that and then that's where we found the partner. That's where we found the partner to do the pr- promotion Direct to do the dimensions. 3D scanning. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the point where we actually got the. Now we're doing 3D scans of people's actual body parts. And so now we have a whole bunch of different molds of actual penises. And that's cool because we never really thought, like, we always sort of thought of our products and, like, our whole brand as being, like, very queer and, like, trans and, like, kink. Not really, like... 
we didn't see a way that we could really branch out into yeah. mainstream. So it's been yeah. really interesting. Like we um, like through this experience, we've been like picked up in blogs and like done interviews that we never thought we would have. Like yeah. Time. Time yeah. Magazine. Yeah. Time Magazine, like Huffington Post. Yeah. Like my the favorite weird flesh- section of the Huffington yeah, Post. Yeah. My thing. favorite blog of all time, Fleshbot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just been like super interesting. Like one thing that happened to someone read a post on io9 about us and um, she's from Chicago and she's transgender. And so she's saving up for bottom half surgery so she wanted to know, um, like, she's only going to have her penis for, like, another year or so. Yeah. Like, could she, you know, have it scanned? Sure. Could we hook her up? And so I was like, if you can get to New York, sure. Yeah. And that lady bought a plane ticket, like, sight unseen, sent me an email being like, I land in LaGuardia at, like, 1.15. Oh, Where should wow. I meet you? <laughs> This is not saying, yeah. hey, I'm coming to New York. It's, I'm, I'm actually I'm landing. I'm going to be here. She, oh, my God. She wanted to do, she's because she's going to do an Indiegogo campaign to raise money for her surgery because yeah. the surgery is expensive. And so she wanted to have this 3D scan and then have a, a mold or a model or something that then she could use to make into, like, you know, her gifts or whatever yeah, yeah. for donations. So, yeah, so that's what she did. She just, she got, she told some people that she was trying, what she was trying to do, and she got Got enough money together for the plane ticket and just showed up. <laughs> just flew to New York. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And so then she. This was on Monday, so she came to the event and this Monday. This is Monday. This Monday, and she like bought the plane ticket on like Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> she was there on Monday. Crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then uh, so I'm like, okay, great. And so I'm kind of so it's it's us, and then there's the people that um, really work like the technology, and so I'm like, like I'm gonna be like. So people were like, there's a lady here. Like, are you doing, like, lady parts today? That was my next question. And then I was like, oh, no. So then I was telling them how she had, like, emailed us. And I had said, I didn't think she was really going to do it. Yeah. Um, So we all, so we scanned um, this transgender penis. Pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you will be able to have... Yeah, scan I scan lady parts too eventually. Yeah, we could. You could scan lady parts with this system that we ha- currently have. We just would have to talk to the people that handle the 3D designing, you know, to turn it into a toy. Yeah. Right now, what yeah. we could do for you is we could do like a statue kind right. of situation. Right. It's like if you wanted an actual, um, like, like kind of like a fuckable vagina or like a vaginal canal. We would have to. Those talk- are the best kinds of vaginas. Yes. Yeah, the fuckable ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we would have to have a designer that would just be able to put the back, you know, like the, put the back onto it. can't scan things that are dark or whatever. Right, right, right. We can't actually scan the insides yet. That's a shame. We can only do, so we can really only replicate labia. Amateurs. Right, so we can give you a custom labia. We We have to give you a stock vaginal But if you you told us how long, (laughs) if you wanted to tell, tell us the length, we could do that for you. Right. And if you you'd like to specify sort of, a texture, we might be able to work with yeah, you on that. Yeah, like the have, Tenga. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you could maybe have like a scale of 1 to 10 of looseness or Yeah, tightness. we could do some diameter measurements sure. or whatever, estimations. You're selling this model. Do, do you have a name for this model? This yeah, it's called it's Shiloh. Shiloh? Yeah. And, and this one, we should say, people, there's different colors you can choose from. Yeah, four skin tones or yeah. if for a limited time, although... 
by the time this comes out, we probably won't be running the promotion, but we can match your exact skin tone. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just signed up with our first retail partner in Seattle, so nice. we're really excited about that, and we're talking to a few other retailers as well. So how much are they? These guys are 129 for the pack and plays. And the balls are thirty nine, including the vibe. That's really in it. that's a lot cheaper than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we're if, trying to make an affordable product because we, you know, it sucks to see things on the market and then like really not be able to afford them. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's also one of the reasons why we're like the Twitter. We're trying to yeah. We're trying to <laughs> we, keep it under yeah. one hundred and fifty. Yeah. But are you breaking even at least now? Are you at a point where you're... We're not you're... paying ourselves. Yeah, we don't pay ourselves. Well, okay. So you're not lo- you're losing money only in that your time is we're not We're losing being... our time. You're losing right your now. time. Yeah. But we're having fun doing we're it. We're having a good time. <laughs> well, and we're like meeting lots of really cool people. I really love going to the ve- events and talking to people about it. Like I've always just been really interested in the sex industry and I never dreamed that this was exactly going to be where I was going to end up with it. Yeah. But I'm really happy about it. Um, yeah, so I love going to the events and showing people the toys, and I really am excited about the opportunities that it's opened up, like the promotion that we're doing yeah. has just been so fascinating. And you're, you're, so you're continuously making products products right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're going to do We're going to go home all weekend. do that tonight, tomorrow. So how many cocks can you crank out in a day? Right now it's limited by the number of molds that we have. Yeah. Because it's like it's like an eight hour process start to finish. Okay. Because there's just a lot involved. And so until we we really need to be at the point where we can yeah. be filling like twenty molds. And at we a mean, time. we're working out of our home, which is like a lovely It's a lo- lovely like one, tiny one micro bed- one bedroom one apartment in Manhattan. So how many molds do you have right now? I think we have eight. We have less than ten. Yeah. So you're like, like eight molds, and each one of those takes eight hours. Well, we can do eight at once. Okay. Like we can do eight at, eight at one time. And each time, each time takes an, it's yeah, an eight-hour Yeah, they pretty much have to if sit we, overnight. If we could get up to like, we could probably get up. Yeah, it has to sit up overnight too. So there's your actual time in front of the molds, mixing, pouring, measuring, and then the amount of time it has to sit in the mold before you can take it out. Yeah. Is most of the time spent just waiting or well, it's okay, overnight well, it's like it's hard i don't know how to describe it so um i know you don't want to give out yeah too it's like a lot of it's like measuring and mixing things yeah. and making sure everything's right because one fuck up and you've fucked up all of your time a yeah. ton of money the materials are very expensive so you like a lot of it's playing like really careful attention to like measuring shit out on like all these different scales yeah mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. I, I just can't. I just so can't. So it's imagine. like not. Yeah. So, so we, or else we, we get this or like this one, like this little mistake. Like this is just a waste now. There's a little. There, yeah, there's a little nick in here. Yeah. It's and, an and air bubble. It's an air bubble. And yeah. so that's like, what are we gonna do with that? Yeah. Well, you could have. Could couldn't you have a sort of like they have at uh, <laughs> a sample sale? Yeah, a sample yeah. sale or something like that. Or like, we, right now we're we've got a lot of samples. <laughs> Or you could, you could, you could have a certified pre-owned. Yeah, right. Delicious, only used huh? twice. Yeah. Um, this is like shockingly familiar. This is like very similar. Isn't it this great? just like feels like I'm touching, like holding my own junk. Yeah, Thank you. that's what we were going for. Men go crazy over it. Yeah, they just, they just come it's back. It's just so, especially when we're in bars. It's just so real. Yeah. It's so real. Yeah, it's really real. I'm really proud of it. I'm really, really proud of it. It's just, it takes so much work to make. I realized I was pointing it at you inadvertently, it's but fine. it was just like. 
it just it takes so much work to make like if we just made a simple same dildo as everyone else we could pop them out so much faster right but these are just really something special you know we pour our love into every single one <laughs> no you're from the midwest do your does your family know oh no no oh no they think i they thought i was going to hell a long time ago um just wait till they find out what i'm doing now <laughs> so how are you keeping it uh my brother knows and he thinks it's fun right he likes it but my my parents just don't they don't google they're not into the, well you know they they like i don't really go to that much length to hide anything from yeah. them um, so we just kind of have a don't ask, don't tell policy. Sure. And so, yeah, they might see me on some kind of news. Dad will be like, oh, I'm going to see what's going on the latest issue of Time. Man. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think They've, it'll just be on the video. On, yeah. Like, internet, on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's extremely unlikely that our paths will cross in this, like, particular venture. Yeah. But as long as I, like, even if they know about it, just so long as I don't bring it up and really force them to acknowledge that it's happening, then they'll be fine. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> now, did you ever imagine, well, I mean, was walking around with a bag of dicks a, a common occurrence for you before this? You know, going to a play party or something like that. But it seems like you've got, yeah. you've got your bag of dicks with you all the time. And they're, they're, so now they're literally yours. Now they're literally ours. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, we, I never thought, I guess... Um, I never thought I would be able to create something this cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and like the whole, one of the things that like we, we're both like obviously like really sex positive people and really into our sex lives. So the idea that we could create something that helps other people fulfill their fantasies and like there's, so, um, I'm biracial, like my dad's black, my mom's white. And so, um, like there's this thing I used to experience a lot where I would, I grew up in Midtown Manhattan. My parents met in Chelsea, like blah, 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 blah. But I would go into a store, like a pharmacy to get like shampoo or conditioner. And they have like the hair aisle and then they have like the black hair aisle, which would have like four products or something and not always the products I wanted. And it kind of gave me this feeling of like, I don't exist or I'm not supposed to exist in this neighborhood because you can go to other neighborhoods and there's like black hair shops or like a full row. And so there's this thing, like, if there's something that applies to you, but it doesn't get, like, space on the shelf, or it's not, like, made available, and then it's, like, it doesn't matter, or it doesn't exist. And so I think what's really cool about, like, this is, like, the the fantasy and this idea, like, it didn't exist, but we're able to, like, make it exist. Yeah. And that people want it, and that's really, like, self-affirming. Because it's really important to me to um, really help people have the kinds of sex lives that they want to have. Yeah. And I think that to be able to have the sex life that you want without having to be limited by the body that you were born with is also really empowering. Because, you know, there's the, uh, it's like the common saying that it's easier to dig a hole than build a pole. So, you know, a lot of, like, trans men don't really ever get to have any kind of realistic... Sure. Like, uh, body part. Like, you to build a to build a penis is just not really... Po- like, yeah. it's very expensive and yeah. not very functional, yeah. you know? And so, you really rely on a toy. Yeah. And the fact that there's just no toys available that really do what you want them to do is, is just... It just seemed like... It's totally possible, and why hasn't anyone really put time and energy into doing this? And I think it's because people just didn't... Like, it's such a niche thing that either people didn't think it was going to be profitable or or just didn't even think about it. I don't really know. But right now, you guys are uh, 
focusing on is it the Shiloh you said? Yeah. So what's the why? What's the genesis of the name? We went through a lot of different yeah. names. Can you give me some examples of uh, like of figure one? We like that. I yeah, like that. That was good. Yeah. Chelsea yeah. wanted to do kind of like so it was like would it would look like an uh, what architectural sketch or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I was know. thinking that could be like our whole theme. But. Um, you could be like Chanel number five. You could say this is the this is the yeah. iteration. This mm. would be like four hundred and thirty two or. Something. Oh yeah, but then yeah. she was all like, "What about the naming? What about the decimals?" Well, because I wanted to do well, I wanted to do several different lines. So we wanted to have like the functionality, like so that we have this line that's going to have this particular functionality. Yeah. But then we also want to do different molds with different shapes. Yeah. And then we also want to do we want to have a new one that might have the same mold but a, a new functionality. It like just what was going to get too compl- or you can, complicated. Or you, you know, I'd say, is it secret? Well, we just have other ideas for how to make other super realistic um, toys yeah. to really mimic, like, re- real male genitals. Yeah. And we also wanted to do some more things that kind of are catered towards the trans community. Yeah. So then I was like, let's just do the celebrity children. Yeah. Celebrity children? Yeah. yeah. So we thought that was really funny. So that's why we went with it's Shiloh for this one. Who's, Sh- who's Shiloh? I was, uh, it's who's one this? of Angelina Jolie's Oh, babies. well, one of them. Babies, <laughs> yeah. You could pick any name out of the dictionary and that would be one of her kids. Yeah. Names. She's got so many of them. You guys have been moving so fast since yeah. June. This is really that's, amazing. That's a, well, The thing is, we can't really... We want to have the Indiegogo because we want like we need, January, we need February. A space we need to money fill, fill so we can orders. start buying like a little bit more sophisticated equipment, and yeah, and getting the space is a big issue. It's a big, big and because our margins now. are kind of not, you know, we're not, yeah. really, not we're so we, like we are not really gonna get. Are you gonna get a separate, completely separate space, or just get a bigger apartment, or what are you gonna do? We'd like to get a separate space um, that way. Uh, you know, other people could come in and out. I mean, the the real goal would be to be able to open up um, like an actual shop, so yeah. so people yeah. and create employment opportunities and train people. Because I think there's also something really interesting, like about um, working with like technology and machinery that we don't really get much of anymore. So I know like Parker's a chemist, so she's really familiar with this. But I, I'm not. I have a, a media and marketing background, and so. All of this stuff has been, like, really interesting and also super challenging for me. Yeah. And it's also been, like, really cool and empowering. Like, I can talk about, like, polymers, like, and, and stuff like that that I never thought I could talk about I thought before. I saw, when you walked in, I thought, she can talk about polymers. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. her polymers. Right? So, so those sorts of things. And um, so that's been a really interesting experience. And the more people there are that have that sort of know-how and knowledge, the more advanced our technology and toys can get you know yeah i envision yeah. we're yeah i'm gonna make a prediction here. okay sometime next year it'll be 20 it'll be 2013 obama state of the union he'll say i remember chelsea and parker <laughs> who wanted a better blow job <laughs> innovative americans <laughs> providing jobs making cocks yes you know and then you guys will be off to the side and everyone's sex positive is going to stand up and applaud, and all the Republicans are stay city and not do anything. You know, almost all my predictions never come true. I want to say that, but it's going to come close. <laughs> it's rough because like a lot of the, the contests and grants, like we're not eligible. I I bank with Citibank. Actually, I pulled out of Citibank. I mean, I use a credit union. Yeah. But for our joint account, we use Citibank because 
because what, because she never made it to the credit union, right, right, and I didn't yeah. care enough to argue. Right. Um, so I went to Citibank and I wanted to open up a business account. Yeah. And I'm a pretty straight shooter, and I told the person what we did, and he's like, I don't know. They say I don't know. They don't want to invest in. They don't want to like give open a bank up account. your open up yeah bank account. They're, They're afraid worried. you're gonna do something illegal and get like have your accounts freezed or something. Yeah. They're worried you're gonna throw talk to, to the Pope when he comes to town or what like, are they? Or just maybe that it's sex related. They yeah, they're, they're just really concerned. I'm sure there's got to be someone. There is, but I'm just there saying is. it's, it's just, been. Now I'm sounding all negative, but it's just been like, um, really, really crazy. Yeah. And um, people things like that you don't. didn't imagine would be a problem are yeah. becoming a problem. <laughs> but at the same time, on the on the plus side, there are things you never thought would happen. Yeah, happen, that right? are happening. Yeah. People are. I mean, people usually have to pay tens of thousands of dollars to do interviews on the Massacast, and you guys yeah. are getting in for free. You should tell that to Maureen. <laughs> Maureen at Citibank. No, Maureen, no, Maureen my, my mother. mother. Oh, your mother. <laughs> Who believes I should be paid to do interviews? <laughs> yes. She's also had several strokes. But yeah. <laughs> blop, blop. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll say I made a special exception. Yeah. Well, you know, I really wish sick. you guys the the best of luck. Thank and you. I hope you I uh, hope you come back yeah, and we talk want more to. about cuz I want to I'm sure yeah. you've got so many more stories. I know you guys have another interview you got to go to. But I, I I appreciate you guys taking the time yeah. to to come this, here. That interview though, they're not allowed to show. They don't the want to show any of the products. Yeah. They'll be too explicit. Oh, this is a TV interview? Uh, it's video. Yeah, it's so video. He's like, we have to watch what we say. Watch yeah. the gestures we make. <laughs> yeah, I won't be able to just... What is it, CNN? Or what you... No, no. It's a, it's part two for time. I guess someone... I guess he showed the... We, we shot earlier in the yeah. week because he wanted to shoot the story of yeah. a trans woman. Um, And I guess... He texted me and said, we're going to have to like... So you guys delayed an interview with Time Magazine so you could come here with me? <laughs> yes. Well, we've been talking about this for two weeks, and then I know Parker had her... You could very easily say, listen, I've got to talk with Time Magazine. I'm not going to be sitting there going, jeez. <laughs> no, it's okay. We wanted to be here. Plus, we knew it would be fun. Yeah. And we said yes to this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm saying we if you wanted to reschedule... <laughs> we're women of integrity. <laughs> yeah. We've had this interview on the books for much longer than that. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you, Chelsea and Parker. Their website, again, NewYorkToyCollective.com. You can find the link on the website, Massacast.com. Also, uh, February 11th, it's your chance to get a couple's package or a personalized sex toy. Again, they're not paying me a dime for this. This is just because they're awesome people, and I want them to succeed. You can go to Massacast.com. There's a link there to their... Uh, Eventbrite page where you can also go to NewYorkToyCollective.com and you'll see all the details there. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. I'll invite you back to